Hey, happy holidays. That's what it says right above our heads. So good morning. It, it's that time of the year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Two two, two days away from, from Christmas and a week away from New Year's. I mean, on the on the one hand, everybody says, Where has this year gone? And on the other hand, everybody says, I can't wait until it's over. You know, mm -hmm. get 2020 behind us. I'm I'm one of those people. I am so anxious for 21 for a lot of reasons. Yeah, of course, the obvious. Yeah. I, I saw something on Facebook the other day. It was funny. It said, I'm not buying a I'm not buying a 2021 planner until I see the trailer first. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. It's, I mean, <laughs> and everybody everybody is everybody is kind of condensing 2020 kind of down into one word or something. Pitiful. Just yeah. you know, I mean, everything about it was awful. And we're all gonna yeah. remember it, but probably for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, but it was a tough year for sure. It was, but you know, on the other hand, we're going to finish off this year kind of, I think, on a higher note. We've got a vaccine coming from two companies right now. It's being distributed all over the world. People are getting inoculated. So 21 is is maybe going to be that light at the end of our tunnel. We are also heading into the holiday season where everybody can finally, you know, if they have to have to be together virtually, at least it's a happy time of the year for everybody. So, you know, I, I think we're kind of on an upswing. I, I like to think we're on an upswing. Um, you know, I think people have made the best of it for the most part. And I think people going into the holiday season will, like you said, continue to just make the best of, of what we're, you know, what we've been dealt and um, families that can't get together. I know we're one of them. We're going to zoom my parents in Christmas day and my sister and her family. And we'll visit with them for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have my immediate family here together. Um, you know, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be nice. It's, it's, it'll be different, but, um, and, and we'll miss those who can't join us, but, uh, you just, you know, you just got to make the best of it. So that's well, what we're going to do. Yeah. And yeah, with modern technology, at least uh, we we do have the the ability to zoom with each other uh, or or other platforms. And I have under I understand that there's a lot of families that are going to get together on Christmas morning, and they're all going to zoom at the same time. They're going to open their presents virtually, and so you may not be in the same room, but you're going to be in front of a a monitor, and you're going to be able to see all your relatives. Uh, and to a certain degree, those relatives may be spread out all over the country. And with the with the technology of Zoom, you're all going to be basically in the same room together and opening up presents and complimenting each other and sharing the the day the days together, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and even like 
you know, if, like in your kitchen, if you're cook, used to, you know, cooking and baking and you can just set your laptop up right there and pretend you're kind of with each other and bake and cook and visit and, you know. Um, so you're right. That has certainly helped. Modern technology has certainly helped keep people connected during these times of isolation. Yeah, you know, probably know everybody's going to. And, and hey, look, you don't have to get dressed up to go to that to that uh, Christmas party this year. You know, you can do it in your yeah, you pajamas. You just have to get dressed up from the. You just have to get dressed up from the middle up. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, you yeah. you can you you can be in your bikini on underneath, but uh, just have to look nice from 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 here up. Make sure the hair is yeah. nice, the makeup is nice, and the rest of it can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, are y'all going to do a lot of cooking and baking? And what are, what are y'all going to do? Are you going to see kids? Actually, that's what we what we've been doing. What we've started doing today, we're going to be doing today, today, and tomorrow. Uh, we have some friends uh, uh, in in the city uh, that that uh, live by themselves. We're making uh, a carrot mold and making some uh, banana bread, and we're going to deliver it to their house tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be baking bread. Uh, which I've really learned to enjoy. So tomorrow I'm going to be baking a few loaves of bread and all to distribute, uh, take over to to my son. Uh, have a good good friend here, and, and I'll I'll even give a shout out to to Pastor Ernest B. Morgan uh, here in in Frisco, Texas, who has opened up a a barbecue catering service. Uh, he's out as we speak. Delivering barbecue all over to uh, to clients all over the North Texas area, and my orders coming this afternoon, which I'm splitting with my son. So, you know, there's there's lots of things that people are doing, and all to make it festive uh, when you can't get together in a restaurant or at somebody's home. And you exactly. you said I know your your local contingent is all going to be together. So I'll bet I'll bet the 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 aroma in your kitchen is starting. Yep we we do we like to bake. We've done a lot of baking already. Um, I uh, I actually baked a couple nights ago with with Emily, and we tried a new recipe, and it used a white cake mix, and it just didn't turn out. So that entire batch got thrown away. And then we just went to our, you know, good old trustworthy chip <laughs> recipe, and just yeah. actually last night baked a couple dozen, you know, chocolate chip cookies. And we're gonna, I, I put them in a little Christmas tin, and we're gonna make a couple deliveries today. And uh, yep, we we do like to bake all year long, but especially this time of year. And um, so we've been baking a lot. See, you tried a new recipe and it didn't work. So the old adage is, don't mess with tradition. You know, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Just exactly. If it, my, if it ain't yeah, broke, no, don't fix it. To, yeah, we do like the. It's it, anyway. It's just the chocolate chip cookie recipe, but it's just a, it's just a, you know, our go-to uh, kind of treat. But my mom used to make Italian um, little Italian um, cookies, and they were like a, not a sugar cookie, and not really. I guess it would be more like a shortbread, 
and she would make them round and then she'd put a little thumbprint and then she would put a little jelly in the middle and then around each one she would um, chop up little pecans and she would color using food coloring she would color one batch of the chopped up little finely chopped up pecans red and the other one green excuse me uh would she do red yeah she did red and green and she would make these cookies look like little christmas wreaths yeah. and i just remember growing up with those cookies she made them every year and we and they were so tasty i like i like um shortbread cookies and uh and she would do the same, like in a different shape. She would make them rectangular with the pecans down the middle. And so she was always, uh, always good about making um, kind of the same cookies every year. So it became, like you said, like a, more of a tradition. And so I've done those over the, over the years. But then when my girls started to get older, they kind of came up with their own recipes and cookies that they wanted to try. And they loved the peanut butter ones. And the, they loved making the gingerbread right. cutouts and decorate the gingerbread men. And so, you know, we've kind of added some recipes to our holiday baking and changed some things, but we do bake a lot during the holidays for sure. And we like to deliver them because we don't want to eat them all. <laughs> right now, my house is full. If I walked you into my kitchen, I'd be, because I have neighbors that drop by and drop things and I have friends who have older kids who bake them bake on their own and they bring things, you know, young adult kids that are home now who know my, we have more cookies in our kitchen right now. I don't know what we're going to do with them all. So. Well, you know, and you don't mind giving some away because you know that while you're baking all of those cookies, that if the recipe calls for, says we'll make four dozen, you know, you're going to probably give away three dozen, but that other dozen is probably going to stay right there because a, you got to try a couple when they come out of the oven, when they're still warm. And then mm -hmm. while you're packing the other ones up, you have a couple more. Exactly. Uh, so, so, you know, you get your own fill. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, we had even some of our family members who are out of town send us, um, I got a big, huge box of, uh, individually wrapped cake cookie, cookie cakes, or the real thick cookies with the icing on top. Probably a couple dozen of those, and somebody else sent us a cake. And um, so we have, yes, plenty of treats in the house. But um, one that I didn't get, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't get, but it seems to be a very popular treat this time of year is the fruit cake. And I'm not a big fruit cake fan. I have received them in years past, but I haven't this year. And again, I'm not looking for it. <laughs> I don't like fruit in my cake. <laughs> it, and, it, and it's funny because the fruitcake is probably the biggest uh, re-gifted item <laughs> for, for the holidays. <laughs> I'm surprised. You know, people get a fruit cake and they and they like you. They say, "Yeah, I'm not real thrilled about fruit cake and everything." And you, you think, you know, oh, the mailman. You know, you always want to leave something for your mail carrier, so you leave a fruit cake out there right, for the mail right. carrier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know. I, I um, you know, it, do you it's like fruit cake? It's interesting that that the fruitcake dates back to the 1300s. It goes way, way back, and 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 people used to use uh, jellied 
you know, jellied kind of uh, fruits and all to put in it. It was it was originally called fruit bread, and it was ba- bread. And and in the holidays, to make it more festive, way back in the 1300s, they used to take pieces of jellied uh, candies or or fruits. Uh, uh, you know, apricots and things like that, and put it in the bread to give the bread a more sweet, festive flavor. And and it's a- actually originally one of the names that was called panettone. Panettone, sweet candied fruit bread. And also in, in, in Germany, you know, it's called Stollen. Ah. So you see, this... Not not only is this a happy show, it's a very educational show too. So, and and well, no matter what you put in it, it still comes out fruitcake. <laughs> it's still a fruitcake. Yeah, it's still a fruitcake. Yeah. Um, but I know you do a lot of baking and cooking, and but what is your like? Do you guys have a certain meal that you like to do around this time of year? One that you don't normally do. Well, any other time of the year? You know, it's interesting because Thanksgiving you usually think of turkey, uh, and then I think that a lot of a lot of people think of of Christmas as ham. Sometimes there's turkey there, uh, ham, but but the old traditionalists, uh, and I don't know if you've ever had it, but goose, goose oh. was supposed to be a, a Christmas. That was a Christmas meal, a different kind of a fowl. Instead of having turkey, you had a roasted goose. I mean, I guess that goes back to English days uh, and all, but but uh, I've never had a goose. I've had quail and and you know other kinds of bird birds, uh, but but goose uh, ham is a traditional meat. But I got to be honest with you. I mean, and it's the same thing like like turkey for Thanksgiving. There are usually so many things on that buffet table. Uh, that if I have one or maybe two slices of turkey or any kind of meat, uh, I'm probably stretching it because I want I want that plate filled up with all kinds of casseroles and uh, and, and other goodies. Okay. So I don't want to take up my plate with a bunch of a bunch of meat. <laughs> How about you? Get that protein. Get that protein off the plate. That's right. <laughs> I can I can have that later, you know. And, and if you don't eat all of the turkey or ham or, or meat on on uh, the holiday, you got it for sandwiches for the rest of the month. Right. Well, a lot of times we'll do. Well, obviously for Thanksgiving we always do the traditional turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, green that whole thing. And then a lot of times we will repeat that same dinner for Christmas if if everybody wants wants it you know because it's only really a meal that we'll do a couple times a year but really lately um we've kind of just done that thanksgiving meal for thanksgiving and then christmas we change that and we'll do like a beef tenderloin or some some kind of nice you know meat and um different sides and whatnot so that's what we're going to do this year too is just change it up a little bit which is nice because the thanksgiving meal is, is 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 easy but it's high maintenance you know you're doing the gravy yeah. and the, all the laughing at things so and since it's just us this year we don't have the grandparents joining us we thought we'd keep it simple and easy and you know use that use the extra time out of the kitchen to just kind of hang and play family games and maybe you know go outside and do something so it'll be nice 
Does anybody ever have fish? Fish? Yeah. Well, I mean, our family doesn't, but I think it I think actually that is a a popular what do they call it? They call it something where they you have the fish, the beef, that's like it's like an Italian dinner. I'm gonna Google that. It's called something when you have the fish and the beef. Not, I'm not talking surf and turf. I'm, there's a there's a different. It's like an Italian dinner. Hang on. I mean, I know, I know, like like uh, baked sea bass or something like that. But but fish is fish of any kind. It never seems to be the centerpiece of a of a holiday yeah. meal. Maybe it's because we consume so much of it the rest of the year. We figure we need our uh, our meat. No. Oh. Somebody just, <laughs> just, just uh, up on the screen. It says we have we've done salmon patties. So yep, that works. But of course, salmon patties can also be an appetizer. <laughs> to, yeah, to I'm not on. a big seafood. Um, I'm not a big seafood. Oh, it's it's yeah, Italian Christmas dinner. Seven fishes. Seven the fishes. Feast of the seven. Yeah, it says. The Feast of the Seven Fishes, also known as the Eve, is an Italian-American celebration of Christmas Eve with dishes of fish and other seafood. So I knew there, I knew there was something there when you said something about seafood. So yes, it's called the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Wow. So, but, but again, I would, I would not do that here. And my dad obviously is Italian. He would not. He we didn't grow up with that because we are. We just didn't grow up big seafood eaters. We, um, you know, I mean, I don't mind shrimp occasionally or a, a seasoned fish, but I, if I'm going to pick a restaurant or a meal, it's not usually going to be seafood. Yeah, somebody, somebody just yes, texted. Somebody just texted in that Italian families do still do the feast of the seven fishes. Okay, there you go. That was that was from Donna. Yeah, like, oh, that was Donna. Yeah, yeah. Who, I, I, I assume that she's from Italian descent, even though I'm she's from, even though she's from New York. Yeah, there. Well, yeah. I just learned something. I didn't even know there was something a feast of the of the seven fishes. I would imagine. I'm imagining in some yeah, Japanese I cultures. Every day. Yeah, in in Japanese cultures, there must be some kind of feast of the fishes too, because they do lots of raw fish, you know, sushi and all. Uh, but maybe they well, even have. I found it interesting too because I I went to the store yesterday because we're my kids decided that on Christmas Eve they wanted Italian. They wanted an Italian dinner, and they love. Um, you know, vodka sauce. And we always find that that's good over rigatoni pasta. Rigatoni is the big, large tube. Anyway, I went to the grocery store yesterday and bought all my ingredients and they had all different kinds of pasta um, except for rigatoni. And where the rigatoni uh -oh. was to be, was to, to sit on the shelf, it was completely empty and i thought that was odd that of all the pastas the rigatoni seemed to have been a very popular choice uh now this of year i don't know or 
or maybe somebody was coming and cooking for a large group and needed all the rigatoni, but I just thought that was not, I've never, ever, ever not been able to get rigatoni. Um, but yesterday I couldn't find it. It's so I love to venture back out. Obviously more people have Italian on Christmas Eve <laughs> than you thought. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I've been, I've been, you know, a lot of times on Christmas Eve, we've gone out, you know, we'll go to church and then we'll go out, but we are not going to church. We're going to have to watch it virtually. And we thought, well, since we're going to be home, let's not deal with the crowded restaurant anyway. So uh, we decided, took a vote and everybody wants Italian. So that's what we're going to do. And it's simple and easy. And, you know, my Emily does a lot of cooking. And so she's in the kitchen a lot, which is a huge help. Um, so yes, I it'll be a it'll be a while we won't have family here, which is really a bummer. It will be a uh, quiet, relaxing Christmas. I mean, I'll have my immediate family, of course, but and that yeah. that will be nice. But you know, you need that once in a while too. It's kind of a return to the basics. You know, and, and, exactly. and do it. But so, do you exactly. do you, on, for so cookers? Me, do you serve any of the other traditional stuff on Christmas? I mean, have you ever had plum pudding? Pl you know, plum pudding is supposed are to you be talking one about of the desserts. Huh? I, 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 it's. I know that it's one of the things is listed as as a traditional dish for the holidays. Plum pudding, and I've never had plum pudding. Have you? No, I've never had plum pudding. It doesn't sound like something I want to have. No, I, it, it, I mean, it goes it goes back to the Victorian times. You know, I, I love doing research on this kind of stuff. And and originally, the original plum pudding didn't have plums in it. So you wonder, excuse <laughs> me? Figure. Yeah, it was raisins and currants and almonds and dried fruits and stuff all mixed together. In, into a pudding, raisins and, and almonds, and what? And and uh, dried fruits and currants. Currants are like those are also like raisins and stuff. But they mix all that stuff and then they make it into like a, a pudding that you'd have on the side with your meat. But they called it plum pudding, and it never had plums in it. Huh? Go figure. That's interesting. For us, we don't do anything like that. Usually Thanksgiving and Christmas, we'll have pies. Uh, that's ah. usually when we have our, you know, our pumpkin, our pecan. Um, my, when my dad's with us, we usually always get a cheesecake uh, because he loves cheesecake. Um, Bluebell usually around this time of year comes out with their seasonal flavors. So we'll always have a couple gallons. You know, Phil's a big ice cream eater. A couple, we'll like a couple gallons? Oh, yeah. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. When, oh, yeah. Bluebell, we always, people who know Phil know Bluebell. When we lived in New Jersey for a while, that was one of his, one of the biggest cons of living in New Jersey is that they didn't sell Bluebell. But he <laughs> loves Bluebell and the, the seasonal flavors they come out with like, cookie dough, like, you know, holiday cookie dough flavor, or peppermint candy cane, something or other. And, you know, so um, we always keep eggnog in the house. 
because my father-in-law okay. loves eggnog and, and he'll put in the evening, he'll put a little, uh, I don't know, bourbon, whatever you put it, rum. I think it's rum, excuse me, a little rum. And he'll sprinkle the little nutmeg on top or whatever. So he loves his, um, he loves his eggnog. So those are more of our kind of desserts around the house would be our bluebell, our pies, a cheesecake. And my, you know, my dad's birthday is on Christmas day. So of course we always have, you know, birthday cake too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He's a Christmas baby. Yep. Wow. Yep. So those would be our, those would be our desserts that you would find in the Loic household for sure. Uh, you know, around this time of year. And I, I was I was going to ask you about the eggnog because I've never really been, been a fan of it. I mean, you know, if, if in my eggnog, because eggnog is basically eggs and milk and sugar and rum. And if if you hold the uh, the eggs and milk and sugar, I'm good for it. If you know, just just give me the rum. That that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but now, now I've never been quite a fan of, of the eggnog, and you also mentioned your your desserts, uh, you know, pumpkin pie and 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 pecan pie and all. But at the holidays, mincemeat pie is also supposed to be a traditional pie. Have you ever had that? I haven't. I have not had mincemeat pie. And is and it, that is it like a fruity pie? Yeah, in fact, I think the, the best way I could describe it is if you take that fruitcake and you, you mash it all up and then put it in a in a, a shell and bake it, you basically get mincemeat pie. But but what it is, that, that also used to be kind of like a, a baked shepherd's pie. Uh, and that goes back to the 1500s where you used to take meat because meat wasn't in that great of supply. So you would have a little meat as your main course for your dinner and you'd save a little bit of the meat. You would chop it up and you would add spices and, and, and sugar and, and fruits and all and put it in a pie uh, uh, pastry and bake it. And it was called minced meat pie because it was minced up meat. <laughs> that, yeah. well, that was a, a clever, clever name they gave it. Min hey, let's right. mince up that. Let's mince up some of that meat and put it in a pie show. We'll call it. Mince meat pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we, I'm not a big sweet eater, just generally speaking. And so. Oh, you just sit and spend all day baking. I don't mind. Like, I love to be, I do it. chip cookies, the ones with the, with the, with the, the, the peanut butter and the, and the, the, yeah. the stuff around it. I do. Yeah. I, I do love, I do, I do love to bake, but no, I'm not a, I'm more of a savory you know, kind of gal. Like last night, Emily and I were watching a movie and instead of going for a bowl of ice cream during the movie, like Phil would have done, um, Emily and I made popcorn. So I'm, that's my treat. I'm more of a savory. So all these desserts sound, I mean, there are so many fun holiday treats. There's candy cane, like peppermint pie. And I mean, all kinds of fun, you know, bars that you can make and uh, peppermint bark and all kinds of fun treats. But, and I mean, I might nibble here and there, but for the most part, and that's why like neighbors that come by that deliver all these treats, I, I'm telling you, if I showed you my kitchen, I mean, I've got tins everywhere just filled with 
Um, I will, if they're, if they are, if they came, if they were homemade, obviously I have to keep them, especially because of the time of year or because of what's going on right now. But if, if, if I got something right now, which I do have a big tin of individually wrapped treats, I will probably bring some maybe to the fire department because they love, and again, if they're, if they're, if they're wrapped and, you know, contained safely, whatever, because I just don't want them to go to waste. And it's just so lovely and thoughtful that neighbors go around and do all this and our friends and things that have been shipped, but I'm just not going to be, we're just not going to be able to get through it all. So, um, you know, if you, if you have that, uh, a very nice, generous <laughs> problem, you know, don't forget your local fire stations because they love to get treats like that around that, you know, station. And, uh, and also we live in a gated community. And so I'll bring some treats to our guards as well here in Starwood. Yeah. You know, you notice that security guards and, and all, uh, in most gated communities, they all, they all clamor and, and volunteer to work on Christmas day. They're they're more than happy to work that that Christmas day because chances are they're going to get time and a half, and they're also going to get all kinds of food and goodies from the people coming in and going out. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I well, we've got a little tin that we're going to bring up to the guards today, and I'm sure that they've got plenty in in the little guardhouse. But uh, we're gonna, we're going to make a couple deliveries and. Um, uh, you know, and that's another fun thing to do. Have you guys driven around and looked at house tech, like lights and stuff? Yeah. In fact, we've, what I have really gotten into this year uh, is we've been driving around the neighborhoods a little bit because I am so enthralled with these blow up uh, figures that a lot of people have these 20 foot tall Santas and uh, uh, you know, snowmen and the reindeer uh, that add, you know, in addition to all of the, the, the twinkling lights um, and all, they have these figures that you pl plug them in and it fills them up with air. There's one on the corner near us. It's a, it's a uh, polar bear. And, a, and, it, and it's really great because these people live right on a busy corner. And the polar bear, it, it, it's blown up, and the polar bear just looks up and then it, turns its head to the right and then it turns its head to the left and it bobs, you know, so all the cars that go by, you, you, you see it. And then all of a sudden you realize that it, it moves. The dog loves it too. Although she won't go on that side of the street where it's at. She'll, yeah. she'll watch it from across the street. She's not too sure she wants to get too close to that polar bear. Yeah, when 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 we um when we had Duke, he those big blow up things really s scared him. He didn't he didn't go anywhere near them. He would he would really kind of you know. Well, we we ran into that around Halloween, but but now most of most of it 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 there's not not a lot of sound. Some people have added sound to their decorations uh, and all, but it's Christmas music and you know jingle bells. Uh, and things like that. So really it's, it's very, very festive. Uh, and you can either walk, walk the streets in your neighborhood and see it, or just get in the car and drive to, to different neighborhoods where people have decorated their homes. And yeah. 
It's really kind of refreshing. Get get yourself a, a nice a nice big container of eggnog, and uh, and uh, head out on the highway. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're gonna yeah we we we've driven around and looked at we love to drive around and look at the lights. We went over to um, Plano, and um, and uh, there's a neighborhood over there that you know they they obviously over the years they've kind of embraced the whole decorating kind of uh, tradition. And I'm telling you, the neighborhood's called Deerfield. It's in, it's in Plano. And there are lots of neighborhoods that have done this, like down yeah. in Dallas and whatnot. And our neighborhoods have been fun to drive around and look, but this one, it, it, it's um, quite spectacular. And um, one of our favorite houses was you had these two homes that were decorated, like just lights and, and, figuring, you know, cutouts in the front and, you know, uh, moving things and music and all that. And just, just beautiful. Both these two houses next to each other. And then the third house had this sign in the yard with an arrow pointing toward the house next door that was just done up spectacular. Just, just, just beautiful lights everywhere. And the sign that was in this house, by the way, this yard pitch black lights were off the house was dark no lights nothing and this sparkly sign said ditto with an arrow pointing <laughs> <laughs> it was cute i said they they win just sense of humor alone you know like we're not even going to try to compete with the joneses we're just going to put the so that that, says ditto and it was a cost saving cost saving idea also yeah yeah it's, it's fun to drive around and look at what people have done. Sometimes you look at these yards and they've got so much, you wonder where in the world do they keep all these things all year long? We saw oh, yeah. a reindeer, like you said, those blow-ups could be as tall as the roof of the house. Some of them are just huge. Yeah. And, and it's interesting that there's a lot of these uh, maintenance uh, lawn maintenance companies that you know they're a lawn maintenance company in the spring and the summer and the fall and then they go into the house decorating business for for the winter yeah and they go around and they'll come in and 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 i mean because i've driven through the neighborhood over the last few weeks and i mean you see these guys up on the ladders and up on the roofs and all attaching all these lights to the edges of the the, the houses and i mean i i could never get up on a ladder to try and do that if you if you paid me a million dollars, maybe a million dollars, I'd do it. But uh, <laughs> but you know, it's incredible, and all it's it's just a nice big old plain house one day, and the next day at, at night when the sun goes down, boom, the lights go on, and it's and it's it's like driving through a light museum. <laughs> yeah. Well, our downtown our downtown Frisco does a nice job. Have have you driven through? Yes. The square. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of small towns, if they have like a town square, uh, and very often will do things like that. And and over the years, it's kind of morphed into uh, the music uh, is synchronized to the lights. So if yeah. it's a rock type thing, the lights are twinkling, and if it's a slow ballad, they're just going on and off yeah. slowly. Uh, you have all kinds of lights that will change colors. Uh, and and it, it is it's like a, a light show and it's, it's very inviting and especially now during challenging times if you could just walk down a street and enjoy the lights and all as I say with a, a nice warm beverage 
uh, and all. It's it's a it's a nice you way mean, to get away from a, being in the house. You mean a beverage like an eggnog with rum without the eggnog? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 the, uh, the eggnog minus the milk and the rum and the sugar. And by the way, I never did answer your question. I actually am not an eggnog fan, but I have it at my house. And usually, like I said, my father-in-law loves it. And we've over the years been together a lot with them over Christmas. And so I always have it in my house, but it's, it's a little too rich and thick and sweet for my taste. That's what I'm saying. One, one part eggnog, five parts rum. That, <laughs> that's, that's the best way to do it. Right, right. Exactly. You, you know, know, and that's another thing, you know, we're talking about just the holidays or whatever, but during these times when we're trying to kind of um, keep our distance, the, the, the whole tradition of, of these lights and decorations is still very, um, is still something that we can all very much enjoy because you can get in your car and safely drive around and, and still partake in that tradition and stay um, socially distanced. So it's something that you could do. Turn on Pandora or Sirius radio in your car and everything to a, 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 a holiday music station and, and create your own ambiance. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, another, another tradition for the holidays. Have you ever had roasted chestnuts? Oh yeah. My mom used to make those a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't love them. Do you? Uh, no, that's one of those things that, that I'll, you know, I, I kind of enjoy just having a few every year around the holidays, like my candy corn at Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I know that because your family is from New Jersey uh, uh, and all, roasted chestnuts seem to be real big on the East Coast. We used to go so, yeah. to New York and, and on the streets of New York, you could buy roasted chestnuts. Right. And it, it, you have to develop a flavor for it because it's like it's like a like a hot pistachio nut, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and it has a, a a consistency and a flavor of its own. But uh, most people have always heard of roasted chestnuts, but ne have never had one, and I've never seen them around here. Yeah, my mom does them. She hasn't in she hasn't in some years now, but she used to do them all the time every year. I don't like. You were talking about the consistency, the texture. They're chewy. Yeah. You know, they're kind of chewy. They're not a hard nut. They're kind of mealy, yeah, actually. You kind of peel it apart. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I say. It's like it's almost like not a pistachio. You take you take the shell off and then you take the covering off of the nut and you finally get down to the nut to eat it. But you take that same nut and you heat it almost almost to the point of burning your tongue. Uh, they, they say that the, because yeah. the theory was that if you had roasted chestnuts on a cold, cold night when you were walking, if you ate some hot chestnuts, it would just go down and just warm your your tummy and you it would you would warm up. Plus, you took the bag of warm chestnuts and put it inside your your coat to, to warm your body. Oh, I did not know that. Interesting. OK, sure. Well, Multi so they, were not, they were not only tasty, they were purposeful. Yeah, exactly. They served a function. Yeah. Still not my favorite um, Christmas treat. 
For yeah, sure. you know, it, but it's interesting that there are a lot of those Christmas holiday traditional foods that, yeah, you've heard of them and you'll taste them and maybe you'll have a little bit for the holidays, then you won't see it again. Your mom, your mom just just put a, a note up there says chestnuts are wonderful. My mom did. Yep. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, there she is. Chestnuts yep. are wonderful. Chestnuts I told are wonderful. Loves, I told you she loves her chestnuts. Um, so, see now you can have you can have a feast of the seven fishes and roasted chestnuts. Exactly. And you got a perf perfect meal for the holidays. And then fast and then fast forwarding. Uh, I don't know if you do this. We try to eat our black eyed peas on New Year's Day. All right. And how do you prepare your black eyed peas? Oh, you can just heat them up or you can, my next door neighbor, Joni, uh, she does a, like she'll get a ham bone and she'll get like, and she'll put it in there and mix it with some spices and whatnot. And she'll have it. She'll have her black eyed peas simmering all day long and they're delicious. Um, it's just supposed to be good luck to have black eyed peas on, on uh, you know, the first day of the year. And See, we do, we do, I do, never that. do that one. Yep. So I just learned something too. Black eyed peas on black New Year's peas. Day. Here, I'll, I'll Google the official explanation. But yes, black eyed peas. Do you like black eyed peas? Yes, I do. Um, and they're good for you too. New Year's. What source of fiber? And, okay, in the southern United States, eating black-eyed peas or Hoppin' John on New Year's Day is thought to bring prosperity in the new year. Two popular explanations for the South's association with peas and good luck dates back to the American Civil War. Wow. So there you go. Have See? Lauren, uh, have Lauren uh, get, get some black-eyed peas, and even if you just buy them in a can, just eat your black eyed peas on Christmas or New Year's Day, and that should bring you prosperity into the new year, in the new year, and good luck. Maybe you should get some black eyed peas and some blue bonnet ice cream. Blue Bell. Oh, Blue Bell. <laughs> blue bonnet is the butter. Bell Bell ice cream. Everything's better with blue bonnet on it. <laughs> Wonder if they make black black eyed pea flavored ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, who, who knows? Kill yeah. two birds with one stone, I guess. I don't know. That might be one for Ben and Jerry because they yeah. got all kinds of strange combinations. Yeah. Or or Frito-Lay. I think I'd rather have a black-eyed pea-flavored chip than I would black-eyed pea-flavored ice cream. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget because I, I probably won't be uh, – Am I talking to you before the new year? I was going to say, I don't know. So don't forget to eat your black eyed peas. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find out. I think we're probably going to be here again next week and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, uh, you know, talk about <laughs> thank good, good riddance to 2020 and, and, uh, what we're hoping for for 2021, kind of a year in review. And maybe we'll do it over, uh, do it over a bowl of black eyed peas. Okay. Well, <laughs> so that's us. Sounds like a plan. Your 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 mom is going crazy over here. What does she you say were talking now? About the chestnuts, that she says you can eat them or keep your hands warm in your pockets on the way to school, and all. And we're we're laughing and everything. And your mom just texted in. Pull yourselves together. 
<laughs> well, she, uh, you you too, Barbara, and you have a, have a great great Christmas, and you have a great time with your family, and uh, and you and, too, and, and love to the everybody. coach and to the to the whole family. And yes, all, and you too. I I'm sure you'll get to see everybody and enjoy enjoy your your week coming up here and looking forward to it. We're probably going to do one of those virtual, you know, open the gifts and uh, and share the day together and just uh, everybody be be happy and healthy and have a great Stay holiday. Safe. Yep. And uh, we'll catch you again right here uh, for another another session of something to talk about. Until then, go out and make it a great holiday season. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.